everyone says you have you that's the word you have so much resilience and like you just have to because mm-hmm. what do you what you just have to Happy Monday. I hope you guys are ready for the week. Happy Thanksgiving, actually, is what I should be saying. I'm realizing that I did this episode a little bit out of order. I should have recorded a Happy Thanksgiving, maybe before Thanksgiving, but you know what? We're just going to go with it. We're going to do this. Also, apologize if you can hear some very loud Christmas music in the back. Maybe you can't hear it at all. Maybe it's silent, which would be great, but I'm currently hiding away in my bedroom. Uh, avoiding helping putting up the Christmas tree right now. My fingers already ha- are, have like little scratch marks. I don't know what kind of trees you guys have, but when you like pull apart those like green things and they scratch you, yeah, I'm trying to avoid that. So my family's blasting some music downstairs and I'm just giving you a, a welcome to this podcast on this Monday morning. So I hope you guys are having a great morning um, or whatever day it is. But uh, yeah, sorry. I just went and talked in a circle, but happy Thanksgiving. Um, I hope all of your Thanksgivings were lovely. Your turkey days. Did you do a turkey run? Did ya? Are you one of those? Are you one of those? Good for you. Because you know what I was doing on Thursday morning? I was passed out on my couch because Megan went a little too hard on Wednesday. Let me tell you, this was my first time joining in on this bow wow fun. <laughs> oh my God. I hate that I did that. But bow, I guess some people call it bow, but Blackout Wednesday, yeah. Um, if you're not as cool as others and you're in a, a moron like I am, maybe this is your first time hearing the term bow. Um, so yeah, I went out with some friends. It was a great time. Uh, did a lot of dancing, shook that booty all over a dance floor. But you know what? It kind of hurt the next morning and <laughs> I looked like death pretty much the entire day, so I will never participate again, but it was fun. Um, I hope you guys all also enjoyed the evening and then Thursday with your family. I hope you ate a lot of food. I also wanted to do some uh, Thanksgiving trivia. <laughs> this has been like, I've brought up these trivia questions to so many people, so if you've already heard these, I'm sorry, but just a nice couple gobble-gobble facts for your morning. All right, how many pounds of turkey are consumed by all Americans on Thanksgiving? So, total combined. Go ahead, sit there, pause. Pause this if you want. Did you guess? Okay, 704 million. You heard that right. 704 million pounds of turkey are consumed on Thanksgiving by all Americans. How many turkeys are sold? I guess I could have done this in the opposite way. Okay, how many turkeys are sold for Thanksgiving in America? Pausing. Pausing. 44 million turkeys. Wow. All right, last one. Which state raises the most turkeys? Anyone? Bueller? Anyone? That's right. You in the back. Minnesota. All right, there's some fun turkey trivia for you guys on this Monday morning or whatever day you're listening to us. Okay, let's get this show on the road. Have a great podcast or an episode coming up, another interview, another great story. So enjoy your guys' day and just keep doing life. So hey, everybody, I have Ashley with me today. Um, 
if you want to go ahead and just start off with any background information on yourself, where you're from, where you're living now, we'll get into all the career stuff um, in a bit here, but any hobbies or interests, anything you want to share? Yeah. So I'm 24. I'm from the North Shore suburbs of Chicago, Highland Park. Um, I'm still here, moved home from college. Um, but I live alone. So um, I moved back home and my mom actually <laughs> conveniently said that she really wants to move full time in Door County where we have a home. And so I am living kind of like alone, but at home. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Oh, wow. it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, Damn, you're 24 and have a whole place to yourself. <laughs> pretty much. It's a condo. So okay, it's not but like still. It's a house. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, it's that's awesome. super nice. It's, it's really, really cool. Um, you, but my grandparents live in the same condo complex. So oh, that's so cute. <laughs> it's super cute. So I get to like go home and have like a, I would say a home cooked meal, but she's the only Italian grandmother that, that doesn't cook. So she uh, will order in food. <laughs> okay. For they have a door. She has an adorable little poodle. Um, so, you know, it's great. Um, yeah. I graduated. Yeah. I graduated in 2020. Uh, so I was a Corona graduate. Right there with you. It was, yeah, it, it's, there's not even any words. Everyone has their own kind of mm-hmm. experience with it, but it's also such a crazy experience that we all had together that, you know, we were bonded as I say, it's like a sorority or like a fraternity, <laughs> like everyone kind of knows. Yeah. yeah. Like it's literally, it's crazy. No, you're not wrong. I was just having this conversation with um, my, one of my sisters the other day, just about how it's unbelievable to think how I would cry at the dinner table every night mm-hmm. for like a month straight when COVID first hit. And then it's kind of like, I mean, it's obviously not gone, but at this point you almost forget that right. it even happened. Yeah, it was like I, I felt like I blacked out the entire time. And it was <laughs> that is such a good way to put it. Like you remember bits and pieces, mm-hmm. but it's kind of all fuzzy and you just were in survival mode, I feel like. And you know what and that sounds like to me is trauma. <laughs> that sounds like PTSD. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't even know if there's a med for it yet, but I feel like there may be there has to be something like <laughs> a, like a therapy stipend or something. Because... I like the way you're thinking. Should we get like some politicians yes. on the line? <laughs> Does anybody anybody <laughs> yes. out there know what you want? Anyone with Literally, some power? It's so it, it's it's just, you know, and then again, no one wants to hear about it anymore. So yeah. we're done. Um, how you said hobbies. Well, uh, all through college, I did bridal hair and makeup. So I'm really into that. Um, cool. Super girly, super basic. Um, <laughs> all the true, all the true. Are you crime. a pumpkin spice? I, I have never had one. Wow. Okay. Um, but I just tried the pumpkin cold brew and it's pretty good. Okay. Not an say, If you want to be a basic girl, I think you got to have that whole shebang in there. The Ugg boots with, not, the, yeah. <laughs> with the I'm pumpkin frappuccino. That, yeah, no, I'm not to that caliber yet. <laughs> but the fake tan, fake nails, the whole thing, I'm basic. <laughs> it's as basic as it gets. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could talk for days and days and days about just Well, like great. Well, because I have quite a few questions to ask you. So what my plan is, is this is kind of how it's gone with the past couple interviews is I kind of start asking and then it just goes mm-hmm. <laughs> off on tangents, which I love. So if that's cool with you, um, yeah. we can just start off with 
if you want to take, you're still very young. So if you want to take me through like high school, what you were, you know, trying to pursue wow. through high school, what yeah. your ideas were, what then, how that kind of transitioned yeah. to college and then yeah. post grad. Um, I know you're still pretty fresh out of school, but sound, I remember you had messaged me saying you had quite a bit to talk about. So I'd love to just dive in wherever <laughs> and yeah, we'll kind of get the ball rolling. High school. I mean, I, 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 I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, I was, I was excited for college, but I had a lot of anxiety over it. I wanted to you know, I love true crime and I loved that. I wanted to be a forensic psychologist. Um, I didn't have a, you know, a dream school. Um, my dad went to Madison. So that's always been like Bucky, Bucky, Bucky has kind of been <laughs> ingrained. Like my first birthday party was a Bucky themed birthday no party. No way. Oh my yeah, gosh. My, yeah. <laughs> so like my mom said it was princess. She got my dad to go get the cake from the bakery. She, he came back with like a Bucky cake. <laughs> so, <kidding. laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's, a, but I mean, that school's super hard to get into and let's, I'm not book smart at all. <laughs> like so how mm-hmm. I even got into a college, I couldn't tell you. Um, I got into the best school, in my opinion, I went to small, small school, um, for tennis and in Kenosha, Wisconsin, right on the lake, Carthage. Um, Oh, Carthage is a great school. Yeah. I, 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 you know, people have mixed feelings about every school, but it's such a small school that you either love it or hate it. You either Mm -hmm. meet meet your friends your first month or you really don't meet anyone else. So that's it. Um, there's one street, like the whole, the whole campus is one street. And so it's, it, but it's right in the lake. I mean, it's, 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 I met the best, best friends ever, loved it, ended up not being able to play tennis. Um, my scoliosis kind of kicked in. I never knew I had it. And I've been playing tennis since I was four. And oh, wow. I was, I'm the kind of person who just kind of, again, blacks out on the court. I, <laughs> and then if there's pain after, I'm like, oh, well, it was a bad time. Or, oh, it was, you know, and I'm, I'm from an Italian Jewish family. So uh, push through it, push through it, push through mm-hmm. it. So whatever. So I got diagnosed with that. I ended up putting the racket down. Best decision I made because I was really able to have that social life that I really didn't in high school. And it, it, it was more competitive in college and I loved the game. So it yeah. was, it was a good, it was a good ending point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had, I had bad anxiety with, co- with college. And I think a lot of people don't talk about that. I, mm-hmm. I hate, for the first week I would literally like cry in the shower I would call my mom every five minutes and she's like, your ass is staying up there at least for a semester. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick you up. You know, you're not going the easy way out. Mm-hmm. And I hate, I hated it. These people aren't for me. I can't find anyone. Like I thought it was like a month in, I was like three days in. So I was <laughs> okay. like, I was, you gave I mean, yourself no time to adjust. Yeah. No time to adjust. I'm an only child. So I had a roommate. I had a twin bed. I've never mm-hmm. had that in my life. I mean, I was very spoiled, obviously. And now I go to the school where no one's really from my North Shore environment. And if anyone knows the North Shore, it's it's, it's a bubble. Um, uh-huh. When you were feeling so, that way, did you feel like it was the school itself? Or did you think yeah. at all it was college in general I that thought, wasn't for I, you? Yeah, I thought both. I thought both. Um, okay. I thought both. I, I just, I just, I wasn't meeting the right people. I met you know, the first few nights I, I met girls who just wanted to get drunk every night. And then mm-hmm. I wasn't really like no that. parents. <laughs> no. Right. And I wasn't really like that. Like I've, I drank before, but I was, I wasn't wanting to rebel. And then I'd meet people who were super conservative, like, like didn't go, didn't go out, didn't do anything like mm-hmm. studying for the first day of class. I was like, okay, there's gotta be a middle man here. Yeah. And absolutely. yeah. And uh, I reached out to a girl that I was talking to 
uh, to be roommates. And that ended up just like fizzling out. And I said, they had this like carnival every year that you go to and everyone just like gets drunk and whatever, there's inflatables and whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, I was wondering like if you wanted to go with me and whatever. I walk into a room to meet up and pregame and there was 12 people in a circle and that 12 people those 12 people were my entire like freshman group. Now no way. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. It's absolutely, you know, like you it, had to send those like, cringy messages looking for friends, but it worked yeah, out. It was, <laughs> yeah. 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 And now it's like, it's just so funny, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you never meet everyone that you want to meet the first day. in. No. And, and honestly, and, like, I think that the, like you haven't even met half the people that are you're going to spend uh-huh. the rest of your life with, you know, I mean, right, within the next right. 10 years, you're going to come across new p- people who are going to drastically change your life. So what were you um, studying when you first went into school? Yeah, so I started, so I said I wanted to be a criminal psychologist. I wanted Mm -hmm. to talk to criminals and figure out why they do the crazy stuff they do. Oh, so you're Um, more interested in the psych side, not like the the crime itself. Okay. Yeah, well, I was interested in both, but I knew it always stemmed from childhood. And I always knew that. And like, that's how deep and like dark I get, which is like not Mm -hmm. good. But like, you know, Stassi Schroeder from like Vanderpump Rules? No, I do not. Okay. Okay, well, she's like a, on a Bravo TV show and she's like super into like murder and, like, <laughs> and like, but she's also super girly and basic. So I'm like, that's oh, okay. But, okay. Um, no, as long yeah, as you're so, not like a Dexter type of no, no, psycho. No, no, no. I just am always, no, I just was always wondering like, what happened in your childhood that you made killing people a priority? Like, yeah, I was yeah. really interested. Whatever. I walk into stats class and I looked at one more graph. And I wanted, I hated it. I was like, I'm done. I can't do this. I want to talk. I want to be in the more psych sociology side. Mm-hmm. I can't be doing stats and grass and whatever. And I remember sitting by the lake, talking to my mom on the phone. And I had a realization. I come from a family business of sales. And I was like, why the hell am I not doing marketing? It's, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just in my blood. I'm a talker. I'm a schmoozer. I'm a negotiator. I mean, whatever. I'm very mature for my age. Again, the only child syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went into marketing and I fell in love. All my pro- professors are amazing. I, I loved it. I loved it. And that's, and that was my second semester in freshman year. I started oh, so marketing. You figured it out pretty early. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. That's awesome. Do, yeah. But, and, and, and I think that that's, that's what you have to find something that you genuinely like. Mm-hmm. You really have to find something that you love and that's also comes easy to you. I think that like a lot of people, like I saw so many people struggle with their studies and I was like, well, is it really because you want to do this or is it because the money or the title or the this or the school you're like, our school was really big into nursing. A lot of my friends are nurses. I'm like, you want to like, like a lot of girls I saw and guys didn't want to be a nurse. They just wanted to have a nursing degree from Carthage. They just wanted to work at that title. I love that you bring that up because I think that's such a good point about mm -hmm. doing something that you're also at least a little bit talented at. I think to a degree, you can always strive to be better, obviously. And you should just because something seems challenging doesn't mean that it should turn you away, but you also have to recognize your strengths and your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And if like for me personally, I am no computer science geek. I would love to be a computer science person right. making $250,000 at a tech mm-hmm. startup. Absolutely. But I've tried it and Absolutely. I am God awful. And it makes me want to freaking throw my head through right. window. So I'm right. not, I'm not going to pursue it, but I, I think that's such an important point. Or, or it's okay. I found something I love to do. I'm not that great at it. I'm going to bust my ass. And I'm going to, and I'm going to do it. 
okay, but then how do you feel? But then how do you feel when you've achieved it? Have you, have you, are you still happy about it or are you still striving for more because it's not enough? Once Mm -hmm. it's not enough, that's when you know, this is not the industry for you because you're chasing something else. You're not chasing your happiness. You're chasing the success of that industry and what you think that that success is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, and I, and I pick something super vague because marketing, you literally market yourself you market on, I mean, and you use it with anything. So I Mm -hmm. knew that I could find a job and November of senior year, I was applying. I was, I was crazy applying like to anything and everything or was there specific no I was no I was picky I was really into well I didn't know actually I really didn't know what I wanted to do I I think at that point and maybe I was doing anything and everything I think I Mm -hmm. was doing a lot of sales a lot of I didn't want sales but I knew there was money and I was like yeah I like money I'm very motivated (laughs) by financial freedom and had you had you done internships throughout your college oh, yeah, at all? Yeah, yeah, I did an internship. And did those kind um, of help you guide you um, at all? Yes, yes, I did an internship going to senior year in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, for a big dog and cat food brand, Stella and Chewies. Okay. And I did social and digital media, media, and that's when I really tapped into my creative side. And I was like, all right, I like this. I like mm-hmm. the photo shoots. I like the influencer ambassador partnerships. So. I was definitely looking into media into, you know, now everyone's like, oh, you just want to be an influencer. I was looking into that, but I was looking into like being on the business side who are paying, you know, these influencers and doing these partnerships and deals. Um, and I just apply, I mean, but also I was like, I can't be picky because I don't know what I don't know. Right. So I applied, I applied, couldn't find anything. Um, and then COVID hits and I really, I mean, no one could find anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I still was like, no, I'm going to be the person who graduates and, and gets a job. I'm going to be the person. Ended up not happening. So whatever. And I moved back home and I still, you know, do it. Obviously the bridal situation is, is pretty weak because of COVID, but I'm still doing weddings here and there. I'm sitting at home at this point. My mom's living with living still at home and we're exactly alike. So we want to kill each other in a small <laughs> condo and and I'm like, what the hell? Like, what am I going to do? And I'm someone who, you know, I was like, all right, do I go get my MBA? I was like, I don't have another hundred thousand dollars. Like, right. I don't have, like, I'm not And and with your, with business, you don't know if that's going to help you with, you no. know, with anything else. You have no idea. It's a, it's a luck of the draw. It's in def- It's just like postponing you it's finding a job. It definitely. Yeah. It's procrastination. And I'm very good at that. So I was like, all right, <laughs> we cannot, we can't do this. And I said, you know what? I talked to my boss at the time, still my boss. Um, and wait, 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 time out. I thought you didn't bride, have a job of the bridal salon. I'm sorry. Oh, oh the bride. No, okay. I was like, wait, wait. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I skipped a step here. Said that, I thought about that. I was like, wait, I should clarify. <laughs> uh, and she said, why the hell are you not going to cosmetology school? I said, well, I don't really want it. She goes, why not? It's something under your belt. It's the trades. This economy's in the, in, you know, in the tanker right now. Mm-hmm. Go and it's, it's, you know, cheaper than another year of college and you, you, whatever, go for it. So I wake up one day, I said, mom, I'm going to cosmetology school. No way. And, and I finished that in August. And Wait, that's awesome. Wait, really? Before we yeah. jump, move on. How is that? Is that like a. That's a whole different podcast, girlfriend. That is, is it? A, yeah. So and, you just, and 
woke up, applied, yeah. and then were yeah. able to go through and you then be really done apply. by August. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't That's really incredible. apply. You don't really apply to have fun. They kind of just take you in. They take you. And it, can, I mean, just a quick, gonna, just to uh, like keep yeah. the audience on track, because I'm even curious for myself, what is cosmetology school lengthwise? Like, what does that look yeah. like? Because, because I know there's a lot of salons around me, um, out yes. here in the burbs that have like cosmetology schools. And I know that they, I, like, I've seen some people that work at those salons for quite a while. And I don't know if that's just like a personal choice mm-hmm. or, um, if that's like a part of the requirements for the schooling. Right. So, um, I don't know about any other school. I went, I don't know if I should say the school because I yeah, feel like, like I've many don't, the no same things to say about it. Um, <laughs> but with my school, um, you didn't need any floor hours like outside of the, outside of the school. So the school had its own salon. Those were the four hours you needed. Okay. And of course I tried, I was like, I have all this bridal experience and hair suits that they didn't take it. So that meant nothing. Yeah. So I was like, great. Couldn't even get a leg up here. Um, <laughs> but technically it's all about your attendance. It's supposed to be 1500 hours. Okay. Um, so the first day they're going to give you your graduation date. No, but I want to meet somebody who goes every single day and doesn't <laughs> leave early. Nobody go, nobody stays that long. People drop <laughs> out. People get really, people get, Oh yeah. It's, it's, I never knew how many people dropped out of cosmetology school people. And it's, and I mean, this is their college. And I think I, and to sum this whole experience up 1500 hours, you get in, you go into your, you get your class, your curriculum hours, which is 500 ended up being a lot of distance education on zoom, which is a whole different thing. A lot of mannequins, a lot of camera angles and a lot of things that no one signs up for, for cosmetology school, Mm -hmm. but because of COVID. And then you get your thousand hours on the floor, which is you're taking clients, you're completely flying by the seat of your pants and you're just praying you don't cut yourself or someone else's neck. And then you get your hours and you pass your tests and say lobby and you try and get a salon job. Wow. Okay. And you uh, finished all I, that in, by August? Uh, August 25th. My original, yeah, my, I, I started September. So that summer after school, I was, you know, didn't know what I was doing, but mm-hmm. by September I said, we got to go. Um, and then August 25th, I graduated and it was That's supposed awesome. to be June. But obviously we took a few leaves of absence. Yeah. You couldn't be there every day. It's no. really hard. <laughs> no, we needed um, those Netflix and bed days. Yeah, we needed some mental health days, but it was fine. Um, and, you know, I am wearing a mask for eight hours with blow dryers and bleach. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh, I'm sure. I, I give kudos to all these, like, to the real professionals who know what they're doing. And they were really cranking out these clients and they were in hot salons with masks and people Mm -hmm. it was just it's crazy uh okay so august i graduate august around i'd say july june i start applying and i realized i really really like hair i really like this this is something i really enjoy it's creative and i was i I thought i was pretty good i Mm -hmm. i mean i'm all right but i was pretty good i met some great people i thought of course, I was the loudmouth at the school, but whatever. <laughs> I, you know, to make a name the, for yourself somehow, right? Right. The school was going through a lot of changes. I think I helped with that. I think a lot of the girls, there's a few guys, but I say girls because there's a majority of girls. Um, you know, they didn't really have a resume. They didn't. So I helped. I thought. I thought that I really. I helped them. I, I was a lot of people didn't have college degrees, and I really tried to help them with interviewing skills. And don't you know, if you want to be in the big time salon, go to a big time salon. The worst they can say is no. So. I really, I really thought it was, I, it was, it was meant to be, I was supposed to be there 
um, start interviewing and everyone was like, you're interviewing a lot. I was like, I, this is, I'm not playing around this time is different. We're not doing this again. Mm-hmm. We're getting a job this time. I interviewed, I, you know, took my, I had my laptop every day. If I didn't have a client, I was in like the nail room, which is like super quiet. And I was doing interviews and, you know, people it, I had, I had big time interviews where I would change and bring a blouse or. Like, and I just don't think that that was a, no, a normal thing there. I don't mm-hmm. think that that was something that was talked about, um, that you, you know, there is a business side to everything. And especially with salon and cosmetology, you're working with people. There has to be a business side. There has to be a professionalism. Totally. There has to be. And that wasn't really taught. So I thought that that was kind of cool that I brought that, even if it didn't make a mark on anyone, even if people thought I was a snob, whatever, I think it's something that should be in there. No, whatever. not at all. I mean, I when you're applying to salons, half the business is like the person that's being presented. Right. So you want to look as good as possible because. Right. And I, I mean, I wasn't even applying to salons. I was applying to salons, but those usually go in for, I was applying to big time jobs too. Cause I was like, I have a marketing degree. It's, yeah. been, it's been about a year and COVID, you know, isn't dying down, but people are up and running again and people yeah. are looking and I keep hearing everyone's getting a job. Everyone's getting a job. How can't you get a job? I don't know how I couldn't get a job, but <laughs> I still couldn't get a damn job. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, it's clearly me. It's clearly me. I'm not, a, I'm not a lunatic. It's clearly me. I updated my resume. I took all these interviews, um, classes online. Like it's when, and then you're on social media too, which is a whole different thing where you see all these you know, all these people who are moving into brand new apartments because they got a job at Uline and they got a job at Medline and they got a job at S. Johnson and all these big time companies. And I'm like, why, why am I not getting it? Why am Mm -hmm. I, why, what's wrong with me? I was bred into a family business. I should be the one who, you know, knows what she's doing. So then I got a, I got a salon job in this, uh, at a salon 45 minutes away from me. I was like, it's the only offer I'm looking at right now. So Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take it. Uh, ended up not working out after three weeks. My birthday was the last day I was there. Um, I think just different dynamics. I think a lot of different factors went into okay. it. Whatever. Great experience. Okay. Now I'm like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> back to square one. <laughs> like for the third time back to yeah. square one. So the next day I go uptown into my town uh, and have to get a gift card for a girlfriend for her birthday, end up getting a job at this boutique doing social media. And I did some social media freelance for the bridal salon for another client um, that was friends with my grandma was a nonprofit, whatever. So I, I was doing that here and there. I was doing bridal here and there. I had a very small cash flow, but I was keeping myself busy. I was hustling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just need a nine to five. I just need a nine to five. All right, grab the social media client. I said, Oh, thank God. Oh my God, my 45 minute commute is now four minutes. Phenomenal. Great. The next day I get a call. Eh, I don't think we're gonna be able to hire you. Someone came in for uh who wanted who has worked with us who now wants to work with us again and <sighs> we have to take it. I said, Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh no, wait, did you God. did you end quit your job at the salon at this point? <gasps> Yes. That, oh, that's that right. Cause, yes. cause that, cause that was, a, you were, you weren't with them yet when you got the right. offer. Okay. Right. Oh my so gosh. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, so I'm like, okay. And at this point I'm so resilient. I'm like, okay, whatever. Next. I mean, <laughs> another one so- bites the dust. <laughs> right. Wait, can, and, can we just pause for a second? Yeah. <laughs> this is a remind. I don't know why, but you're on TikTok. I'm assuming. Right. No, no, well, you're yeah, on TikTok. I don't, I don't make TikTok. No, but, but I would TikTok. assume that you like yes. you watch them uh, just because yes. everyone in this day and age says that, you know, yes, that yes, one yes. trend where it's like the, the guns where it's like, 
like the person gets like that choo choo oh, choo and yeah, then it like <laughs> they bounce that's back that's what I'm imagining oh, right now <laughs> that's literally my life <laughs> yeah I mean, you need to you need life. to like make your debut with this mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly this is it this is my debut I am drinking a glass of wine by the way so oh even better this is where it is now and then I started applying I had no filters I applied to everything mm-hmm. I saw and do you pay money? Has, All right, perfect. Oh yeah, and and uh, I I got a call last two uh, two 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 weeks ago on a Tuesday on a Wednesday I got hired. So that's like that's like a week and a half ago, and now we have a job at an amazing recruiting company, <laughs> and I am training, and I just started last week. Oh my gosh! It was, yeah, it was just a fluke, and that was it. And I, wow. I'm, I'm praying to God that this lasts. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. This sounds like you've been through the ringer in the past year and a half. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's just a career. I'm still doing bridal. And I really think that, you know, once I get financially stable and once I get myself together, I'm going to do a suite or I'm going to do something. Yeah. I am, li- I am licensed. And I think that, you know, everything had does happen for a reason. I was supposed to go to cosmetology school. I was supposed to go to Thank God I went to a four-year school. Thank God yeah, I didn't absolutely. To school. Well, just listening to your story, I mean, you've got a degree, yeah, a four-year university. You also have all these skills from cosmetology school, which you clearly very much so enjoy. So you've got that in your back pocket. Like you have been building your resume mm-hmm. over the past. I know it's yeah. been a bitch and a half to get here. But, it has. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. that is some resilience right there. And yeah, on top I, of that, like with everything else going on in the world, like, right. I mean, yeah. and honestly, like, that's not even in, like, of course, it's, it's in the front of my mind and it's a very big thing. But like, that is like, I didn't even have anxiety about that. I don't have time to have anxiety about COVID. Mm-hmm. I have time to about, like, I have time to have anxiety about my paycheck, about my job. Like, COVID just happens to be happening right now. <laughs> like, yeah. So do you see yourself sticking it out with this recruiting job yeah. for a bit? Yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's a startup. And I actually had a conversation with one of my coworkers today. And he was saying that, you know, if you put your dues in and this company gets acquired, you're, you, anyway, like, the people who are there now who have just started with this company, it, it's going places. And I, mm-hmm. you're, you're in a good spot to be in. So yeah, I'm totally. in a very, very lucky spot right now. And I mean, I know it's very, very new, but yes. you're enjoying it for the most part. I am. I am. I, I, people. It's, I, yeah, it's great people. I'm a talker. It's perfect recruiting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking, I'm doing phone screens. I'm talking to all these different people with different backgrounds and, and I, it's great. I, I love it. I think that I can't, I, I think that the moral of this whole story is don't plan because God really does laugh because mm-hmm. <laughs> COVID because COVID hit and then cosmetology hit and then I thought I was going to get a salon and then I got a salon job and then I was like oh I'm going to move out to that suburb well I didn't get that you can't just yeah just I mean you just can't because God what if I did move 45 minutes away because I got that job totally could you imagine like that would have been a nightmare totally I I cannot agree more I was I don't know if you've listened to any of the other episodes but Mm -hmm. I was supposed to move to Kansas City um in the middle of the summer and the company that I was going to work for has had mega layoffs the past three months (laughs) and it's just like it's unbelievable I would have been stranded out in Kansas god forbid I would have gotten you know laid off right away but like (laughs) I would have been out in Kansas City Missouri by myself without a damn clue what I was doing so I completely agree I think it all kind of works itself out um so 
like five years down the road, do you think, <laughs> I know that's like a create, I mean, you've had so much going on, but I'm just kind of curious yeah. to see where your head's at in terms of like, where do you see this going? Or are you just kind of just <laughs> flying by the seat of your pants? I am. That's, yeah. that's my life. That's my life motto. Yeah. Totally. I, I honestly don't know. I'm a big fan of faking it until you make it. If you just don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Confidence is key. I don't know what I have no idea. I mean, yeah. I don't want to live in the condo that my mom raised me in. I really don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I have a, I have a question and, and you yes. can totally like, I will cut this out if this, is no, I don't care. Too far, I'm but, open book. Um, you were talking about like your anxiety in college. I'm just yeah. curious. Have you had some any issues with anxiety with, through all this because um, you've been handling quite a bit so yes yes um I think the only anxiety I had in college it was probably the worst that you've ever had to be honest okay um the first week of that new that job 45 minutes away that salon I had per, a pretty pretty bad anxiety I don't I don't yeah I don't know it wasn't as bad as like oh my god I don't want to be here I don't want to be here because I was really gonna stick it out I really was yeah. But yeah, it, it wasn't good. And then the second week, third week, I was like, all right, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do this. But I just missed home a lot. And it's yeah. crazy because now I'm fully remote and it's the best thing ever. Yeah. I, so yeah, no, I didn't, I, I, that was the only anxiety. I think I'm really good at handling my emotions, but I, I, that was the only thing I, I had. And I think sometimes you have to like internalize it and be like, okay, why are you feeling this kind of figuring out like, okay, I'm somewhere I don't want to be right now, but I have to do it. I'm 45 minutes away from home. God forbid something happens. I can't like, and then I, and then I'm like, okay, this is why, cause I can't get home that fast. This is mm-hmm. why, because I'm with a bunch of people who don't know me like, you know, then I can realize why and I can be like, okay, now I need to find a job. I want to be remote where I can be social when I want to, I can, you know, but I can, I feel comfortable. And so, yes, I did have anxiety, but I think I've learned how to channel it and realize this is not something to have anxiety over. Yeah. I think, I think that's a great point. I want to bring up what this one girl brought, like, give as a piece of advice that mm-hmm. kind of sounds like what you're touching on. Um, in that whenever you feel those anxious, like a ton of pressure, that type of feeling on you, mm-hmm. you make a list of everything that's in your control and everything that's not, and you exactly. cross off everything that's not in your control. And at that point, you're, you're probably left with maybe one or two things that, yep. that you really can control at that point and just get rid of that anxiety because I know, mm-hmm. I, I know for myself, I've stressed so much about the future and like what my future looks like. And yeah. there are things that I'm doing every day to prepare for that. But other than that, it's kind of just living, just living life. You know, you gotta, there's, there's no point in stressing about things that are going to happen four years down the road right. if you can't get through the day to days. And so, well, yeah. And, and I, I mean, just I've come to realize that and just even talking to my grandma, who's honestly my best friend, but she is very into that space right now where she's, you know, getting older, her husband's retired. She's like, she has so much anxiety about the future and what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I said, you just need to live life. Like, yes, no, you know, you didn't retire. You don't, you didn't retire the way you wanted to. Yes. You're not, you know, nothing happens the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. But- to live life and I think that if I'm giving that advice to a 75 year old who looks 60 by the way don't go in the sun, <laughs> don't go in a tanning bed uh, that's her biggest advice don't go in a tanning bed don't go in the sun. <laughs> um if I'm giving that advice to her and I'm 24 
Like, why the hell am I stressing? What do I have to stress about? Right. At the end of the, at the end of the day, at at the end of your life, does it like what really matters? You know, like in my opinion, the biggest things that matter is I'm a good person and I'm making other people like happy and loving their life. I'm not doing anything wrong. Like that's all that matters. So, and it's just a little thing. It's so stupid. I, I think that's the biggest thing too. It's like it live your life, but even if it's not the life you want right now, still still live it. Still yeah. keep going because it's that it's gonna appreciate what you have. So when you ask five years bringing it all back, I I, I only think about the next five minutes. To be yeah. honest, I mean I I really do. No, it sounds it sounds bad. Obviously, like financial planning and setting yourself up. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not I'm not thinking five years down the line of this like you know, I see people who are planning their life to a T, like my house is going to look like this and it's going to be in this suburb. And we're already like, what? You don't know what the hell, you have no clue what's going to (laughs) happen. Do not plan like that. Do not plan that you're going to have kids by this age and you're going to have three, you're going to have a boy first. No, 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 no. God already has a plan. There is a plan. You don't need to know it though. Yeah. You don't know it, but it's already happening. Say that louder for the girls in the back, please. (laughs) Seriously. You're already on, you're already on route, on route. What is that? In route. You're already in route. In, yeah, in route. There you go. How You're many glasses is in, that? Honestly, haven't even. That's just me. That's just me. I didn't even finish the This is literally. I still like. I like had maybe three sips. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, just keep, just keep going because you're already on the link. Don't take an easy way. Don't take an easy exit out. It'll be good. Yeah, and I think I think also everyone's path are accurate the people who are mm-hmm. 23 24 and having a child that's right for them the people who are still living at home that's right for them right now that everything is just the way it's supposed to be for you your timing is correct I I really appreciate you saying that because I feel like sometimes I can be so negative not like yeah. in, in a mean way but just like to it's yourself hard seeing negative, other yeah it's hard seeing other yourself. people yeah. yeah oh my god like I said like um my best friend from college is honestly living her best life. <laughs> but mm-hmm. She, uh, she got engaged early and I'm so, so happy for her, but I'm like, that's not my timing. Yeah. Or I have, or I have a friend who is still living at home and she's traveling the world and she's living her best life, but I don't want to be doing that. Yeah. So it's like, everyone is supposed to be doing their living their own best life, their own, their life. It's that's totally. the way it's supposed to be. Well, Ashley, this has been, Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I loved hearing your wild stories. <laughs> and honestly, like God bless you for, for staying on track because oh my god, I know damn well you. that I would have had far too many panic attacks going through all of that. So kudos to you. Thank um you. and I wish you the best of luck in this new job. I hope to follow up on everything in the next couple of months. Maybe I'll Absolutely. call you to come do my hair for some extravagant yes. sometimes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I would say it sounds like it sounds like you're a good time. So I might have to do that. I am a good time. I'm a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been wonderful. Yes, absolutely. This is so much fun. Thank you yeah, so much. Of course. All right, you go enjoy the rest of that one. All, right. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. <laughs> good night.